Welcome to Langstaff Online. My name is Michael Da Silva, and I am your host for episode 66. In this episode, we are going to be listening to Josh Smith on a devotional entitled, A Disfigured Appearance. This message is based on Isaiah 52 and 14. Hi, my name is Josh Smith, and it's a privilege to be able to speak to you on this podcast today. The prayer and the hope is that everyone will be encouraged and will be blessed by listening to something about the Lord Jesus Christ today. Notice these words that I read to you. It's going to really help me focus on what I'd like to convey. This is Isaiah 52 and 14. It says that his appearance was so disfigured beyond that of any human being and his form marred beyond human likeness. That's the NIV translation. Listen to this translation instead. His face was so disfigured, he seemed hardly human, and from his appearance no one scarcely would know that he was a man. The ESV puts it this way, his appearance was so marred beyond human semblance, and his form beyond the children of mankind. Many of us who grow up Uh, And some of us still use the King James Version. It says his visage was so marred more than any man and his form more than the sons of men. My desire today, my hope is to talk to you about the Lord Jesus Christ and what he went through in his sacrifice and in in the moments leading up to and even during his death on the cross. It's obviously a very important topic as the Bible speaks about it uh, quite frequently in the gospel, such a large percentage of the last week of the life of the Lord Jesus, as well as his death and resurrection, take up a significant percentage of each one of the Gospels. And really, the entire Bible leading up to the cross speaks in a future way of the Lord Jesus and what he would suffer and go through. And then, of course, the books after the Gospels reflect back on it, and the teaching comes from his person and from uh, the enjoyment that we can have from what he endured and went through on the cross so many years ago. I'd like to just begin by saying that I have never been in a fight. You say, why would you bring something like that up? Well, we're gonna, I want to talk today, I want to think about some of the things that the Lord Jesus Christ went through. Now, I've, I've never been in a fight. Um, even going back through like middle school and high school and elementary school, uh, I'm going to guess that most of the listeners here today would probably be in the same boat and and rightly so i mean if you're if you're a christian especially if you were saved young you're probably not going to be known as a fighter or a brawler or someone who's always getting into physical altercations but the reason i want to bring that up is because i myself have never had a fist balled up in rage and in anger that struck me on the face. I have I have no idea what that feels like. I have never looked in the mirror and seen the results of having had that experience. Again, considering you the listener, most of you would probably be in that same boat where you've never been punched uh, repeatedly by angry people and you don't know what that feels like. Sometimes we read about what the Lord Jesus Christ went through And it seems so distant, and it seems so far off, and it does not seem like anything that we can honestly relate to from that perspective. 
we were doing an outdoor uh, gospel effort just a couple of months ago, and some of the children who came were from the neighborhood, and one of the children had a black eye and uh, significant swelling, and I began to ask him what happened. And he was talking about a fight that he and his brother had been in the night before, and it came to blows, and the older brother had gotten the younger brother pretty pretty squarely in the eye, and the eye was swollen, as I said, and in black and blue. But that was that was one single punch, and it quickly healed over the course of the next few days and weeks. And again, we're, we're thinking about the Lord Jesus Christ today during this podcast as one who received the blows and the punches and the strikes and the physical suffering that came even in the moments before the cross. When we think of the Lord Jesus hanging on the cross to really understand what that would have looked like and what that observation would be, I think it would really melt us. Perhaps it would put us in a situation where we we had to pause for a moment and think about what he really went through. I've just been reading a book by a person who was the original, uh, not creator, but the one who first termed or coined the term stress. And a lot of what he was talking about was proving stress through inflammation. And some of the book is describing what happens when someone gets punched in the face, oddly enough. When a person receives impact like that, the nerves or the area that's been impacted sends a message to the brain. The brain then sends messages to the glands. And without getting into too many details, different hormones and different inflammatory responses take place. The brain sends the message that that area of the body needs help. It needs to be protected. And that's what happens when something gets swollen. That inflammatory response, the inflammation is supposed to protect that area. So the brain and the body, just another testament to God's amazing creation, it sends almost like this soft fluid to that area so that if something were to happen again, it just is an added layer of protection. It is very difficult to fully understand what the Lord Jesus Christ looked like as he bore his own cross, as he made his way to Calvary, and as he was crucified. The sufferings of the Lord Jesus, we can never underestimate or we can never overestimate them. We often underestimate them as he's on the cross. But the same could be said during his trial. When we read about someone coming up and and punching him, we say it reverently, but we say it hopefully today with a sense of reality. That first punch was not from someone who wanted to take it easy or who was just going to give him a small uh, token of his feelings, but it was from someone who had rage, who had been angry for quite some time, who had been really upset. We have to remember that the ones, the one and the ones who were delivering the blows to the Lord Jesus were those who had had frustration that had been, that had been accumulating for a number of weeks and months. In some of these cases, it's the Pharisees or the religious leaders, or it's the, the guard And these people, they hated him. They wanted to exact as much pain and get out as much frustration as possible. 
I hope to let you know too that there is a purpose behind talking about this. It's not just uh, so that we'll have sympathy for the Lord Jesus, but that we might appreciate him, really, and what he went through. Because in order to get to the cross, he had to go through some of these things, and he had to endure it, and it was not it was not easy. It was so difficult. It was painful. And as I was describing, these are people who really wanted to take out their aggression. To think of the Lord Jesus as one who also, paired with this, did not resist. He did not defend himself. He did not dodge. He did not recoil or turn away. Again, I've never been in a fight, but I have talked to some people and and in boxing, and they'll tell you if someone's going to punch you, you either lean back so that hopefully they'll miss or it will be a glancing blow. Or you can sometimes even move into the into the punch. And by the person not being able to fully extend, there will not be as much impact. The Lord Jesus did not resist. He did not dodge. Even when they had his face blindfolded or covered, he knew exactly from which direction the blows would come whether people were using their hands or a rod, and he did not flinch, and he did not turn away. I'm having a hard time fully describing and understanding what that would have been like, what that would have been to observe. You remember in First Peter, Peter says that he was a witness to the sufferings. It's no wonder he denied his Lord three times. I'm sure this isn't the whole point of that happening, but for him to be observing what was taking place, it was a scene that is so difficult. But as I say these words, and I hope as you listen to this today, it also causes you to worship in amazement, in humility, to think that he would go through something like that for me, to think that my sin is what caused that to take place. His pain, his suffering, the three hours of darkness. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me for me? I don't have a deep theological explanation that I want to give you necessarily today or uh, some profound statement, but I hope that just the meditation and the thinking on Christ and on his suffering, that it was in fact so bad that he was marred more than any man, disfigured and suffering. What a change must it have been though when he rose from the dead and he was in the room with his disciples. It wasn't his face that he showed them or the tremendous swelling that had taken place or the bleeding or the bruising. That seems to have been uh, something he was not continuing to exhibit or to deal with, but he showed them the wounds in his hands and in his feet and in his side. We're going to see those wounds someday. We're going to see the Lord Jesus. And at that time, we'll be able to really enter into, fully, ex- more fully express, I should say, and appreciate in a way that we never have before what he went through for us. May God bless this podcast to you. May it cause you to worship and may it be something that makes you appreciate 
Lord Jesus even more today. Thank you. Thank you.